This is the Gospel According to the Rock, tracing the rocky journey of God's foundation through the Bible. A Fall of Babylon When are we? We're approaching Daniel 6. This is after Daniel 2. I'll warn my listeners that the book of Daniel doesn't strictly follow chronology, but Daniel's chapter 5 and 6 are chronologically after Daniel 2. Where are we? Well, we're still in Babylon. In chapter 6, Daniel is in a new kingdom. Remember the statue with the head of gold and the chest and arms of silver? The head of gold has just passed. That was the Babylonian Empire. Daniel is now living in the kingdom of silver, the empire of the Medes and Persians. What's changed in Babylon? Well, going back to chapter 5, which is chronologically just before chapter 6, King Nebuchadnezzar had passed and his descendant Belshazzar was in charge of the city. Belshazzar did not impress the Most High. Shortly before Belshazzar died, Daniel had told him why he was going to lose the kingdom. Belshazzar had ignored how the Most High dealt with Nebuchadnezzar, and Daniel said, Though you knew all this, you, Belshazzar, have not humbled yourself. Instead, you've set yourself up against the Lord of heaven. You had the goblets from his temple brought to you and your nobles, and you and your wives and your concubines drank from them. You praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which cannot see or hear or understand. But you did not honor the God who holds in his hand your life and all your ways. God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. You have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. Your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Chapter 5 ends with the verses, That very night Belshazzar, king of the Babylonians, was slain, and Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of 62. So there are new rules. Babylon is still a big, important city but it's not the ultimate headquarters of the growing Medo-Persian Empire. Darius the Mede reigns in Babylon. He's powerful, but he does have restrictions. Daniel will still have a job, but he'll have new co-workers. The story of Daniel working for Darius in the Medo-Persian Empire is also well known as the story of Daniel in the lion's den. We're going to start that in this episode. This lion's den was probably a brick structure with an opening high in a wall or ceiling. The opening was covered with a stone and sealed somewhat like the opening to the tomb that temporarily held Jesus. I'll start reading from Daniel 6. It pleased Darius to appoint 120 satraps to rule throughout the kingdom, with three administrators over them, one of whom was Daniel. The satraps were made accountable to them so that the king might not suffer loss. Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. At this, the administrators and the satraps tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to do so. Note, pay attention to the use of the word find in the next few sentences. I'll read on. They could find no corruption in him because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. Finally, these men said, 
we will never find any basis for charges against this man Daniel unless it has something to do with the law of his God. Note, here's a story they made up. So these administrators and satraps went as a group to the king and said, May King Darius live forever! The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed that the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any god or human being during the next thirty days, except to you, your majesty, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, your majesty, issue the decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be repealed. So King Darius put the decree in writing. Note, the story they made up is so common in our times, we might not pick up on it. The story misuses the word all. The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have mostly agreed, or partly agreed. The truth is, this bunch had a big meeting and excluded Daniel. That represents one-third of the royal administrators and doesn't include the people who reported to Daniel. So Darius fell for a kind of flattery. Darius didn't check. He didn't stop to see if there were any dissenting voices. Interesting how the world will display part of the people and say, everybody says this. We'll find out how Daniel responded to this change of events in our next episode, and we'll read about a rock that looked like it would seal Daniel's fate. Produced by Static Force, LLC. Sometimes things don't change.